So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media. Source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Blog Talk Radio. Hey folks, I'm I hope you are too. It's that time again, folks. Broadcasting live. That shouldn't have started automatically. Um, Anyway. We've got a busy show scheduled tonight. We're going to talk about catering and commissaries and go into some new stuff. If you didn't see the latest post on commissaries on the blog at learnhotdogs.com, we're going to cover that as well, Um, and we're going to go a little deeper into it. It's Sunday night, and you're listening to the all-new HDVR Hot Dogs Vendor Radio Show with Ben. Call in at 424-258-9364. Press one to go live and ask Ben a question. You wanted the best? You got it. You're listening to HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio. I hold on so nervously to me. All right, so we have um, we're going to discuss commissaries. I know we've got some people on the line already. Um, Blog Talk has changed how the phone lines work, and I'm not sure what appears when you want to talk now because it's a whole new platform. Um, but uh, we'll wing it. Um, I did get a question tonight right before the show, and I'm going to give that to you. A guy named um, Ray sent this in. He says, um, question um, about Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Do city codes, ordinances, zones apply when vending on private property opposed to city property? Um, Yes, they can have city ordinances and codes, based on, like, they have industrial areas, and they don't want to put, um, you know, a motel in an industrial area. Or they may not want to put a kid's school in an industrial area. And they may not want a motel area, you know, a commercial area, um, to, to have a fertilizer plant. And so they do have zoning and stuff like that. Um, you, you'll probably need to check... Um, You know, I've got an article, and I've talked about this, I believe, every single week or every single time we do a show, but um, at learnhotdogs.com forward slash liar, um, you can – it will give you the information you need to know. When you hear something that doesn't sound quite right, to check with them so that you know if – how to check up on them, how to make sure, because these people work for you. And some of them are almost neo-Nazi type mentalities. They they've let their position and title go to their head, especially these um, code enforcement Nazis. Um, it's, it goes on to say that code enforcer telling him he needs a city license for vending on private parking lot and need a stationary permit, written permission, along with a map of where the cart will be located on said property. Um, that is a that's going to be a tricky one, but I believe if you'll call the Institute for Justice or go on to their website, I believe they can't they can't restrict you to that point. Um, because you're a mobile food vendor, the word mobile indicates that you move your ass around. And so this is a city 
probably trying to prevent you from being somewhere or trying to hold you, nail you down to an area. And this is why catering, we're going to talk about that again tonight, um, why it's very important um, to mention that um, about the catering. Because if you, if you have catering in your name, it's going to give you more power, basically, with less flack from the state or the local government. Um, he says that this person told him no vending on city property, including sidewalks or parks, threatened to find me 150 for first offense, 350 for second, have state license for Florida, have food manager certificate, and have flip insurance, $2 million coverage. Yes, um, cities do have some restrictive codes. I mean, uh, we've talked to vendors on here. There was one lady that called in that um, every 20 minutes they said she had to move to be considered a mobile vendor. Um, that has been ruled unconstitutional. And and it's and it's lost. So there's federal case precedent that says that a city can't do that. Now a lot of these laws stay on the books, and then then a federal case or a court case overrules that. They don't take it off the book, but they they make it where um, it it doesn't apply anymore. And sometimes you get these overzealous inspectors who may say um, who have found that code and are just being jackasses, and that happens. So. The only thing, the only way around that is to um, is to go above them, ask to see it in writing, then to go above their head, because sometimes just seeing it in writing doesn't mean you've lost the case. Now you just need to find out if his interpretation or her interpretation is correct. Well, then you go a step beyond that, and you go, okay, I'm going to go take this to the state level and find out if they're allowed to do this. Then you go to the Institute for Justice, and if you can't find that, go to LearnHotDogs.com and just type in the word justice in the search box, and you'll pull up eight or nine different shows we've talked about them. Um, that should solve your issue. Um, at least you'll know where you're starting from. Right now, you've only heard from one person, and so I'd look into it a bit more. Ray, thanks for writing in, and I hope that helps. Um Somebody else wrote me um, and said tonight um, that they wanted an answer. They bought a used cart. It had two sinks on it. has a blue sticker on it. The blue sticker is supposed to indicate that they're grandfathered in and aren't required to meet the California codes, blah, blah, blah. All sounds wonderful. It doesn't mean anything until you check and verify. Um, always be the skeptic. Always look. Always check. So before I bought it, I would ask to make sure I'd call the state or county or whoever's put that blue sticker there, given permission for one, and to make sure that, one, it's transferable to a new owner, and, two, that you can operate under un, – uh, that you understand those rules that way. That's the only way I know to do it. I hope that answers your question. I don't know California codes in each county, so there's no way for me to tell you, yes, that's grandfathered in, you're good to go. I have no idea. Um, first I've ever heard of a blue grandfathered in sticker. Um, let's see, go over here. I think that's the only emails that I had to answer, um, that I told would answer tonight. Um, I have no idea if, if it wants, um, if you're on the call and you want to talk because the little button that used to light up that said, Hey, this person wants to talk, not just listen, um, is gone. So I have no idea. I am going to answer a call real quick because I believe this is uh, Michael Wood in Georgia, and he always is up for talk. So let's pull him in real quick. Um, is that you, Michael? 
Yep. Yeah, it's been. Hey, did you hit a hey. button? No, I didn't hit nothing. Okay. I was just sitting here. I, I didn't even hit the one to be in the queue or whatever it does. Okay, so it still it still gives you the option to choose one? Yes. Okay. I think it did. Okay, well, good. I well, maybe it, maybe it I does. I ain't got a square to that. <laughs> maybe it does something new when, when that yeah. happens. Um, welcome to the All show, right, Bree. I'm glad you're with us. We hey. just Lynn Michael. They, uh, can you hear me? I, yeah, I hear you good. I can't hear Michael right. real good, but do what? It popped up a deal saying that my microphone was muted, but I didn't see that it was muted, so just making sure. Well, both Google and Blog Talk just updated their stuff, and so it's the first time I've used it since that update. Right, yeah. I think we're a little different this time. Well, Michael, what's I, going I on? I know I update? did. Well, we just we started out with a boom this year. Um, actually, sales is up about 25%. Uh, I don't know if I told you, I had to raise my prices this year, and uh, which actually went over better than I thought it would. Uh, I just booked uh, one of my favorite events for the whole year, um, one, one uh, day a month for the rest of the year, and uh, which is a car dealership, which just tickles me to death and we made a donation again today to the Augusta warrior project and i like we gave that 60 yeah we gave him like 61 more dollars which don't i mean that don't sound like a lot to most people but if if you keep doing it over and over and over and over by the end of the year last year i gave them like 800 dollars. so it makes a difference you know, that makes a huge difference. Yep. What what Michael's talking about there is he he collect, has a tip jar and whatever comes into it he donates to the um, Augusta Warrior Project, which is tied in with the Wounded Warrior Project. Yeah, and uh, but uh, you know we're pretty much just uh, kind of going as we're going. Had a little food pot at the beginning of the year with another county, um, got cleared with their health department and all that. And then um, showed up for the uh, event. It wasn't a catering. It was more of a, um, I was the only person there, and I was going to feed a bunch of construction people. And um, showed up, and the company that owned the construction company had a um, Chick-fil-A catering free food. <laughs> wow. So that kind of, yeah, it kind of screwed my day. And yeah. It, uh, irritated me and pretty much I just told him don't look for me to come back so yeah, I don't blame I, I don't do, I don't do business like that I mean you know if I tell you I'm gonna do something I do it and right. um, that's that's just me but other than that you know that was just a little food pot cost me a little bit of money because the health inspection in Augusta is $240 every six months and wow. uh, which is yeah <laughs> It's kind of high, <laughs> and it's two hundred dollars a day to vend um, in wow. Augusta, and so I mean it's ridiculous. Um, but I mean you can make the money back, but you know it's just it's a big chance. And but uh, hopefully I'll get a lot of catering this year because I did a couple of events last year. I did like three grand per catering, and so that's you know it's that helps. <laughs> helps the bottom line. 
Oh, absolutely. Other than that, we're, we're good. Hey, Corey, I just want to tell you, you got a beautiful restaurant or it brick is. and mortar or <laughs> hot dog stand or whatever the hell you call it. <laughs> All the above. All the above. <laughs> but uh, I went down to Savannah today. There's a hot dog vendor down there, the Naked Dog. Uh, I don't know if y'all seen them on Facebook. I uh, went down there and said hello to them today. And just, you know, they, they're right down on the river in uh, downtown or downtown Savannah. And they've got like three locations. Well, they got actually two locations. And they do the ice thing and hot dogs and all kinds of other stuff. And they're good, real nice people. And they, they help out a lot of people too. So. But I just, you know, I like to go around and see some of the people if I get a chance. And because they always hear about me. And then when they meet me, they go, oh, God, he is good looking. <laughs> and, uh, but. <laughs> <laughs> Ask Jason, he'll tell you. <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, my lady said everybody's blind. But uh, that's okay. Anyway, let me get off this phone. I just want to say hi to everybody, and and uh, I'm gonna be I'm on the um, um, street uh, food vendor TV uh, blog over here too. So All right. if anybody's got any questions, hop in there and and say hello. We got a whole bunch of people in there. Uh, I think there's eleven in the blog right now. So we're well, good. That good. That's, All right. And y'all All right. Have a good year. Good. It's good hearing from All right, you. We'll talk talk to you later. All right, we'll see you. See you later, Michael. You know, I um last week was Easter, so we we actually went beyond our normal time, and and so I wasn't gonna do a show on Easter, so I figured I'd push it, but I didn't tell anybody except a couple people. I told Jason <laughs> and and Michael. Um, but what um, I guess I should have put it up on Facebook earlier than today. Um, but there's quite a few people online listening in right now, um, over 100 um, on the on the blog talk side. Um, anyway, Corey, um, that, that picture made me smile that you posted up the other day. I reposted it um, just to make sure it stayed on our front page so everybody could see it. Um, right. How's it doing? Uh, it's going really good. You know, that all came about. Uh, the building we're in uh, is just like a block off of campus here, and uh, it's uh, it's an, actually an apartment complex for students. So they've been all down in our down on district there. They've built a bunch of apartment complexes, and uh, but part of the our downtown association is they have to have a commercial business building that goes in regardless. And so they came to us, and that's how we got our spot there, which is a really good spot. But in doing that, whenever the construction was done and everything, everything would come. It would wash right down our curb there, and I mean, it was just a mud hole. And we finally uh, talked to the landlord, and he contacted the city, and they poured the concrete all the way out to the to the road now. And so that allows us to have our outdoor seating. Uh, so it worked out really good for us because you have to have, I think, three or four foot clearance around any tables for people to walk around. And so now that we have concrete there, we could do that. So it was a big hit. Uh, as soon as we threw them out there, I mean, it was a, it was a big deal for our customers. We're really small inside. I mean, we have one big communal table in there that seats 12 people. And then, you know, when it gets packed and up in there too, but 
uh, now that we have seating outside, I mean, it, we were had people sitting on a rock wall at our tables inside. It was just a really good good deal this week. So, and it it's kind of like whenever we have the card, it just adds one more thing for visibility. People see it, and uh, it just draws in that much more foot traffic. So, uh, you know, even if you're at the cart, if you have a way of adding some some seating, I think it's another good way to draw in um, just some more foot traffic. Yeah, we we put up on the blog. I think it's been a couple summers ago. If you remember those those cheap three piece table and chair sets that folded out together, yep. and and those were cheap. They were less than sixty bucks or something for a little table, right. and two chairs. I think that's a a great idea, and I'm glad you got that done. Is your <clears throat> um? Are you now? You're still doing some catering and stuff, right? Some other stuff. Yep, that's that right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We uh we actually have a an event coming up or a catering event coming up uh, first weekend in May. We have uh, one of our one of the businesses out in the industrial park out to call and and uh, asked if we'd be able to cater their company picnic. And so uh, as luck would have it, uh, I had just purchased a pro cart from Ben's Carts, and and uh, <laughs> so that'll actually probably be my first event that I get to use that at. So. Kind of excited about that. <laughs> that'll, be, that'll be sexy. You'll have to send us some pictures, Corey. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're working up some uh, design for vinyl, and we'll get some uh, some vinyl put on it, and not too much. I'm, I really just love the stainless steel look. So, I mean, it'll be a little bit on there just so people know it's so doggy, but, uh, yeah, we're excited about it. So, so it's a great-looking cart. Well, thank you. I want to let everybody know that um, Jason's not with us tonight. He had surgery, and he is – um, still in a lot of pain today. He, um, told me he was still in a lot of pain and wouldn't make the show. So, um, we'll dock his pay, um, because that's not a good excuse. <laughs> and, uh, and we'll, um, but we'll, um, we'll see him next time. Um, I miss him when he's not on here. He's on, he's been a regular, you know, he's like you and Michael. It's, it's every, well, back when we did it even weekly, y'all are here weekly. Right. Um, so, right. Um, we wish you well, Jason, and we love you and, and hope you get healed up quick, recover quickly. <laughs> well, we have um, – I, I want to discuss and jump in here anywhere you want, um, Corey, but I don't know if you saw on the blog, um, there's this there's this company that is – it wasn't me- meant for our industry, it, it but it's going to help our industry. And I found several websites that do the same thing, but none of them had the resources. This one did, and it's free. They're, they do not charge e- either way, but they give you access to all the stuff. And basically, they are a portal on the web's, website for commercial kitchens. So you go in there, and you find a commercial kitchen listed near you, and they have the contact information listed. And then you call that commercial kitchen. Well, some people have figured out this is big business. What this company started, um, what these commercial kitchens were really intended for were not food vendors or food carts. It was mostly for, you know, my wife makes really good pies and likes to make them, but she wants to sell them to the public. Well, she can't. And even though there's some states that have cottage industry acts, they they have limitations on how much you can sell every year or how it has to be packaged or labeled or whatever that can be restricted. So these companies pop up, and they're just a commercial kitchen, but they're a communal kitchen. 
which means you pay for a certain amount of time or pay by the month to use that commercial kitchen. What Where it helps us, obviously, is vendors oftentimes, one of their biggest obstacles typically, is asking for a commissary. A lot of them call me and go, I just don't feel comfortable asking. Well, now, in, in a lot of cities, you don't have to ask. Um, you just go in there and find out how much it's going to cost. Now, I teach a lot of ways to get a commissary for free, but there's times when either you can't or you don't want to. You don't want to. You don't want to go that route. Not because you don't want it free, but because it may be overwhelming to ask. And so, this allows you to do that. And these commissaries, and and I want to tell you, it. Jason does this already, and I don't know if you do this, Corey, but because um, you basically have your own commercial kitchen now, right? Right. Right. Well, That's correct. They're they're renting their commercial kitchen out to other people, other vendors, even even the housewife or the the dude that's really good at making barbecue or like I I like making pastries and I'm pretty good at it. Well, I could probably sell the pastries right. I make, but I'm not allowed to make those at home and sell them. So I could find a commercial kitchen near me, use that commercial kitchen to make it, then I could sell it to restaurants. Or to the general public. I could put it in grocery stores. I could put it in gas stations, whatever it is. So there, it's an opportunity several different ways. If you are considering opening your own commissary, think of the not just the vendors that would use it. Because you may be in a town where there's not many or not any vendors that would use it. But then you may have 85 people who are just people in town who would love to use the kitchen part-time to come in there and make their pies or cakes or donuts or whatever they're making. Um, I, exactly. I talked to one guy who had a waiting list of over a thousand people, um, a thousand people wanting waiting list for his commercial kitchen. He's in Washington, wow. DC. And so there is the opportunity if you want, if you think, oh, I don't want to invest in a commercial kitchen, you know, we've talked about putting kitchens in old restaurants um, where you can get rent cheap. You may even go to the bad side of town. Doesn't really matter um, because you're not going to use it much yourself. But if you start, you know, you go, well, commercial kitchen is expensive. I got to buy deep fryers and I got to have all this stuff for these people. Well, you can lease that stuff. Like I've got a buddy that just leased three deep fryers from the gas company. The actual gas company leased him deep fryers for $27 a month per fryer. Well, that's cheap. And they maintain it. If it breaks, they fix it. It's just a rent. And, And he can own it at the end of, I think it's 18 months or something. But he's paying about double or triple for them that way. But it was something he couldn't afforded to just go buy so he could get these without a credit check or anything. They brought them in, installed them, and he was hooked up within a day. So those are the things that you could think about and do. And and not that it takes you out of the hot dog business. It opens up potential other revenue streams. Corey, do you do that at all with yours? Uh, we don't uh, We don't rent it out at all. We have, uh, we have one other, actually, what the guy that, end up buying our uh, Old Dog East trailer over the wintertime. He's doing barbecue. Um, but there, we actually have a, a guy that is um, 
that build barbecue pits and everything. And so he's got uh, uses his place as a commissary. But uh, we just don't have a whole lot of, of bending around here, um, or or anybody that uh, you know. Of course, I don't know for sure because I haven't listed on on the that site you're talking about. Uh, you know, there very very well be people around that are just looking for something like that. Our, we have a pretty small kit, but it would be useful for some of these that you know as their registered you know commissary though. But uh, we have we're not doing it right now. Well, I make I told you about this probably over a year ago about a soup. I I have a soup recipe that is just dynamite. And when people try it, they go, "Holy cow!" This is the best thing I've ever had. It's just dynamite soup. Well, I'd love to be able to make that and sell it to a couple restaurants. But right. without a commercial kitchen, you can't do that. Now, I have a commercial kitchen, but that's the point of that is, is there's probably people in your town, Corey, that would use it. I don't know how equipped your kitchen is, but obviously there's, you know, there's limitations on size and if you even want the hassle sure. of having to clean up after people, but... Um, some of these kitchens, I was talking to some of the people that manage these commercial kitchens, um, is they were, some of them do it by the hour. Some of them include cleanup. Some of them charge additional fees for cleanup. So you go in and make your mess, make your pies and you leave. They have a cleaning crew that comes and cleans up after you to get ready for the next person. Some of them are so big. They can have six different companies in there at once making stuff. So. You know, they have several mixers and several um, commercial stovetops and ovens and you name it, um, bread proofers and everything. So it's pretty neat. If you go to culinaryincubator.com, that's where I found it. And you can Google that culinary incubator. A lot of them are called um, food incubators is the supposedly the term for it. But Nobody had the listings that Culinary Incubator did, and they don't charge for it. So they, they've they kind of jumped in that niche and filled a need. Right. But I think... You know, but when, you, when, you, when you put that up on your, your blog last week or just a little before, whatever, and I watched that, and, and it just it kind of sparked my interest in it because, you know, we're, we do fresh baked buns uh, every day at, at the bakery here, and we've kind of hit their limit on how many they can bake for us right now. Right. And so that's one of the things we've, we've contemplated is, you know, do we want to – is that something we want to get into? Do we want to get the proofers and the ovens and, and get another uh, – just a side place that's just our old doggies, you know, bakery-type place? And when I seen your video, I thought, well, you know, it could, it could double as, you know, uh, uh, on this culinary incubator, you know, for, for someone else too. And pay for our rent, you know, ideally, you know, so I don't know. It's just one of those things when I seen it, it's kind of got the wheel spinning. I think it's a great idea for those that are looking for commissaries or for those that are looking to, to build their own and start their own. Well, there's the, there's the gentleman here in North Carolina that we've had on the show a couple times. And he, all he does is he used to be a vendor, I believe. And then he, he got into the commissary and started renting out his commissary. And now he's on culinary incubator and he has a waiting list of people that want to use his damn right. commissary. So there's there's definitely room um, to increase your revenues on stuff that you already have to do anyway. So it may be it may justify an expense. It may justify putting in a commissary if you know that you can not only pay for it, that somebody else is going to pay for it, and you're going to actually profit from it. Right. Um, I think it's brilliant. Um, I wish I had come up with that idea a long time ago. Um, no kidding. I told my wife, I said, we ought to put one of these commercial kitchens 
in you know in our town and just and and do it for the people who want to cook stuff and sell to the restaurants. I just right. I I think it's cool, but I'm a food junkie. I love food, and I, um, I guess they're called foodies. But that's it. I love that stuff. Um, we've got about thirty minutes left, and I want to talk. Um, I hope that answered anybody's questions about the um, the food carts. I I have the Q and A thing open. If you're over in the if you're watching from the Google Plus page, the events page, that link is on our Facebook. And you can watch the show from there. You can also type in questions to us. Um, we do have a call. Um, area code 662, you are live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Ben, what's up, man? This is Gary with Small Time Hot Dogs over in Mississippi. How you been? Hey, brother. How are you? I am great. Dude, is Corey on? I am. Yep. What's up, Corey? How you doing, man? Doing good. How are you? All right, small time. You know it. <laughs> um, I was calling. I, I don't know. Do y'all have Jason on also? No, Jason's. Um, he's out. He had surgery. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I was calling. He was. Uh, he was giving a somebody a link a while back. Um, for a guy selling generators, and I just I'm trying to get a trailer up and running right now. And he was saying that the guy there was a site. And I searched the I searched the blog I couldn't find it. Um, he just said he had a guy a site that had a real good deal on generators. I was trying to get the the link to it really. I um, I remember that, and I'm looking real quick because he told us where we could find that. I remember that. I, I I think I even heard him say something about it. Even two different shows probably. Um. Yeah, I believe he did. Yeah, I searched. Oh, I searched, searched the blog. But uh, Corey, how's the store going, man? Hey, it's 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 booming. It's doing really good. And and we were just saying on here, I've picked up another cart, and kind of like you, you know, you're you've got what two or three carts, and and right, well, we're three, yeah, to do the same thing uh, as well as the as the brick and mortar. You know, I mean, I love the cart. I love being out in the outdoors and, and being out there with yeah, the people. And, and uh, that's kind of why yeah. whenever we have, you know, the way our store is set up is we have a serving window. So it's like the old-fashioned Dairy Queens and everything where you just walk up to the window. We have that same thing. So it kind of doubles as as the stand and, and everything else. But uh, I'm right. looking right. the cart back out again, too. I, I just love the roots, you know. Yes, me too. Me too. It's just it's so much. People love it too because you're right there in the community with them. They're like looking right at you, you know, and you're not behind, uh, you know, you're not in a building or anything. It's just it's uh it's the great outdoors, man. There ain't nothing like it. We got three carts running. We run um, six days a week when the weather lets us. And I got a um, I got a, that food trailer. I'm still trying to get on the street. So we'll be uh, we'll be growing again here. Hopefully this. Uh, Hopefully within the next month, and wow. uh, I'm just piecing the tra- yeah, uh, piecing the, so the trailer together. We used to run your carts for you, sir. How do you hear you had luck finding some good employees? I guess uh, your son's running one of them, but uh, running your carts. Yes, sir. He's running one, and um, and I got another little guy that's running the other one, and um, 
my son, he's just a, I mean, he's great. He's a mini me. We get up before our alarm clock to go off. My other guy, uh, not so much. But once he gets going, we can, he'll stay till midnight if I wanted him to, you know. So it, it works out. It works out, you know. Um, I love it, and and uh, we're just trying to we're just trying to see how far we can take this thing, really. Hey, I just I, I just texted Jason um, for you, and Jason said that it's SpeedwaySales dot com. All right. And SpeedwaySales dot com, and they have free shipping, and they sell them for lower than anybody else. The Honda generators. That's, that's- that's the one. That's the one that he was talking about, and uh, he was saying, I believe he, he even said you save a good a good chunk of money off of those. That's great because uh, well, I looked at them back then, need one. about a hundred dollars cheaper than I could find them anywhere. Plus, you got free shipping, which saved you another two hundred bucks. Um, right, right. I don't see how they do it, but they're doing yeah. it. So I'm excited. I'm excited about it. How's the uh, How's your trailers coming along? Are y'all selling any of those things? I bet you're selling a bunch, aren't you? I'm backed up by about um, uh, 15 weeks right now on them. Wow. Wow, that's great. That's great. Uh, I listen. I don't ever get to, get to catch the show. I um, I normally just listen to them on my, uh, my iPhone, you know, later after they done happen a few days, sometimes even a few weeks. But I remembered tonight, and I was in here putting some shelving together because we're growing and we need more room. <laughs> and uh, and I remembered, I was like, oh, the show, you know, I can ask right now. And uh, I'm a little, you know, I'm kind of a little shy too when I, when I know I'm talking to a bunch of people. But I wanted to talk to y'all anyhow. I'm well, I'm glad. glad, uh, I'm, glad. I'm, I'm impressed with you. Well, thank you, man. I, uh, I'm impressed with y'all. I'm glad everything's going good for everybody. And, uh, and the season is upon us. So um, I've got... Right now, off the top of my head, I've got seven really big events coming up. I've got a I've got a, a catering event this Friday. Um, what is it? 150 barbecue sandwiches, 150 polishes, 300 drinks. Uh, so I mean that's and it's just like a two-hour deal. And if they're giving them away to the public, if you know that many people won't show up, there's still the same check. You know, I might even yeah. get to sell half that food twice or something, you know. <laughs> um they are promoting it well. They're probably uh probably probably close to that many people will show up really. But uh things are just are, are just coming together, man. We're doing stuff all over the state almost now. Um definitely the the northern part anyway. Well I'm I'm yeah, glad it's, that it's finally been fun to watch you grow. Yeah. Sir? I'm glad spring finally made it. Man, me and you both February killed us. It was the it was the since we've been doing this since 2012. I started at the end of 2012, and, and February of this year was the worst, the least amount of days we was able to to do anything. But uh, we got more going on now than ever. You know, it makes up for it. It really does. Well, I'm glad. Uh, oh, well, thank you. Our only our only real bad months over here are January. Well, February is the worst, and January is not so great either but we we get out when we can but the rest of the year we're pretty much running running wide open well i'm glad to hear it the um you'll have to keep us up to date as you keep growing that's i'm i'm excited yeah Yeah. well thank you i'm not trying to hold up your show i missed the first i guess probably half of it but uh i'm gonna keep on listening 
and uh, hopefully Doug and Doug Dog to call in, and uh, or did he already call? Yeah, he already made it in. <laughs> well, uh, I listen to this in the in the car anyway, in the van. Anyhow, so I can hear how goofy I sound anyway. So, <laughs> um, we we appreciate y'all, Ben. We do, man. If it wasn't if it wasn't for uh, for you and for Jason and for and for you too, Corey, I don't know where where I'd be right now, man. I was in a in a real bad spot, and um, there was that little boy. I can't remember where he was at, but maybe Pen- not Pennsylvania, well, somewhere. He bought a cart and he was trying to sell it for his parent, uh, sell food for his his parents off of it to help out with the bills and the city would shut him down. The city wouldn't let him do it. And um, it made like kind of national headlines for a minute there. or It made some headlines anyway on the internet. Yep. And um, and I, so I started digging around. I was like, well, you had a good idea. And then I found, I found you, Ben. And uh, shoot, I think I bought that. I think I bought a cart. I bought a used cart maybe two months later. And, uh, and we have not looked back. <laughs> it's funny what stuff inspires you um because I was, inspired, I was inspired by a story of of two people that came from mexico they were they were legal in america now but they had had they'd struggled to work farms and stuff and they ended up um losing their job the farmer sold the farm for development and they ended up getting a hot dog cart and they um they never looked back and that inspired yeah. me um that one story, and then yeah. the guy you're talking about, that little kid, um, yeah. I actually talked to his mom um, back when that made national news. It made national news. It was a big deal. Yeah. Um, but I haven't heard any updates from it. Yeah, me neither, me neither. Um, I, I, maybe they uh, they got to, to uh, do it. Well, actually, I heard one update. It, this was, it was right after that, and somebody, a, a company actually bought the cart, and uh and and had him work it and uh they had so they had a news clip of that he was actually uh he was out there doing his thing man just like one of us really it was awesome and uh but i I mean i don't know why i didn't think of it and then originally we're from louisiana new orleans they've got lucky dog carts all down in the french quarter and i grew up eating off of those things and um and everything just kind of clicked at once and i started doing my googling and my researching and, and you was top of on top of all of those uh search results and i started digging in deep and you just had pretty much everything laid out i mean you got to do your like you say you do diligence you got to dig up in there but um but you can find it you know um you can find pretty much it and it it's uh it's a good thing that you're doing it really well, is I it i appreciate it well keep yeah, up yeah. on your progress yes sir <laughs> absolutely i'd be glad to I, I mean i'm amazed at this thing uh, uh we really really caught a, a lot of traction with it. We was doing the Good Morning Mississippi show. I think we did it about six times now. And um yeah. in between and that really kind of blowed us up. I even give a shout out to Corey on there, I believe. I meant to anyway if I didn't. But uh it was it's <laughs> yeah, kind of, no, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> but uh having a time of my life then I'm not gonna hold y'all up anymore but I appreciate you. Good to talk to you too, Corey. Yeah, you too. Good hearing your voice. Have a good one, brother. Yes, sir. Y'all have y'all have a great night. I love you too. I, I love it when we get to talk to people that are excited that it's changed their lives and and for a lot it has. Um, for many it has. Some people get in it and decide it's not for them, but the some people it's life changing. You know, it, it's why I wrote that book. It it saved my life. Um, and so 
it always like talking to him. You can't even see his face, but you can feel his smile. And so you know he's smiling, and he's happy, and he's growing. That just makes you feel right. good. <laughs> I want to I want to talk about this catering stuff, and I know we've covered it a bunch, and and but we've piece parted it together. And I want to discuss this because um, a lot of new vendors coming out this time of year, and 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 I am trying to tell everybody, even the ones that don't buy carts from me, the ones that are just calling for help with this or that, um, to 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 try to use the word catering in your name. Um, if you can, there's there's a huge reason behind this. There's a stigma that goes with um, vendors, street food vendors, that is not the it's not everywhere, but in some places it has a, a negative connotation. It has a, a negative stigma. It's like, oh, he's a street food vendor. You know, I talked about this in my book that people go, oh, he's, you know, it's why to have a tip jar because people go, oh, that guy's just barely, you know, he's, he's bad off. He's having to sell hot dogs on the side of the road. <laughs> and I was making three, three to $500 a day. I didn't, I didn't care at that point, you know, yeah, feel bad for me. And, yeah. and I'm moving on. Well, to get rid of that stigma, and it's not the only reason is, is to use the word catering. But oftentimes that stigma is actually the inspectors and the, the city government, the bureaucracy that is. They hear hot dog vendor and they think, you know, they, they may have never seen one, especially in the South. They've seen them on movies and all they see is some grimy, you know, looking vendor maybe. Well, you use the word catering and all of a sudden it, it changes the aspect of who you are. And and they treat you different. So if you were hillbilly hot dogs, change it to hillbilly hot dogs and catering. Um, yeah, or and just, catering. <laughs> or just or just go with catering. You know, something something catering company. Because what ends up happening, like in states like North Carolina and Tennessee and, and Georgia, you can cook anything you want at the commissary and take it to the to the street. You just can't cook it at the cart. Well, this has opened the door up for a lot of vendors um, to be able to sell stuff off the cart that's above and beyond hot dogs. Now, a lot of states don't allow it still. A lot of states will tell you, no, 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 it's got to be a hot dog. It's already got to be pre-cooked, blah, blah, blah. But the bottom line is, is if you use the word catering, the, the mental image that a health inspector is going to get is that, oh, he's a catering company. He's going to have a commissary, and he's going to go to different little events and stuff. They're not even going to worry about where you are. They're not going to want to know what location you're at because you're a caterer. You don't know what location you're going to be at. And you're going to be able to do more. You know, if the code says only hot dogs, but under the catering codes, you can do anything you want because I can call my local steakhouse I can call Texas Roadhouse and say, hey, I want you to come to my house next Saturday and feed my family for a family reunion. They'll do it. They don't even have a cart. They'll bring out those little, whatever those tea light burners are, and, and or sterno cans, and they'll sterno, have sterno yeah. cans underneath these um, aluminum full steam pans, and they'll keep all that food warm. I know this because I've done this. I've I've called them, and they came out and did this. In fact, it was Texas Roadhouse who did it. So if you um it 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 takes away any limit from your menu. Now you can go to a kid's birthday party and serve spaghetti 
and meatballs or meatball subs or like Corey was doing last year and the year before, I believe, the soup. Um, yep. It You can do all kinds of stuff. You can do what Jason's doing. He's got a vast, I mean, just huge menu. Um, Pocono Hot Dogs has got so many things he'll do. He'll do anything you can imagine from omelets and you name it, all from his cart. Well, catering opens up that world. Catering also gets rid of that stigma that goes with just hot dog cart. I'm just a hot dog vendor. Well, no, we're we're um, Smoky Mountain Hot Dog and Catering Company. Well, now you've changed you've changed the whole game plan. You're going to be treated different, and you're going to get more leniency because the codes around caterers are almost nil because they just want to know it's cooked in the kitchen. So if you cook it in the kitchen and take it to the job, now you can do about anything you want. I've done barbecue. I've done um, – I mean, I could have called my health inspector, Corey, and said – it's a different guy now. But I could call him up and go, hey, can I do um, lobster rolls and stuff? And he'll go, no, you can't do that from a cart. But if I call him up and go, hey, this is Hillbilly Hot Dogs and Catering – We've got an event um, down at Advance Auto Parts next Saturday, and we're going to do lobster rolls and stuff. They've, that's what they've requested. Oh, absolutely. It just yeah, nothing exactly. changed. It's just the way the perception. It's the perception. So use the word catering. And, and also, not just use it. Use catering in your business. There are people like Pocono Hot Dogs. There's people, we could go on and on and on, that, that are getting gigs that they're only doing catering. They're only booking right. catering events, and they're making a fortune. Um, some of them are making huge, huge dollars, six-figure incomes a year doing catering from a cart. Cart is, is like a little magical oven. It can warm anything or keep warm anything. It's just, yeah, it's just it's smart to do that. You don't have to go find a street corner and and get set up and put out your hot dog sign if that's not your cup of tea. And even if it is, still do both. Put up signs. We've talked about this, Corey, for what, two and a half years about catering. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, put up signs that you cater. Put it on your cards that you cater. Parties. Um, put... Full menu options catering on your card. Put it on your Facebook page so that people know. Uh, you know they they may they, they may not think of you if if they just think of you as a hot dog vendor who caters. But if you say on Facebook or your Google Plus page or whatever you're on that you also um, have full menu steak subs whatever, you could do this. You could serve pie. It just doesn't matter anymore. And now it's true. You, you could just open the door. I mean, you could be a full-fledged restaurant, basically. Now, you'd need a good commissary, and you'd need access to that commissary fairly regularly. But not just vending hot dogs anymore. That's where my mind used to be. But now with this catering thing, that was always an option. I mean, it's even in my book, and that's five years old now, I think. The but it's it's not just an option. It can be the main source of income. And it can be what takes you to a restaurant like, like Corey's got 
or like the big fancy freaking truck Jason's got, you know, um, there's all of these, the opportunities just open yourself up. So what I'm, what I want to say is don't limit yourself and don't, um, don't be scared to try other stuff, which is covered by limiting yourself, but try to incorporate catering. If you've been doing this a while, go ahead and add catering in. Get new cards printed up. Spend the 10 or 12 bucks and get new cards. Get you some vinyl decal. You can buy them on um, you can buy them on eBay. You can buy letters on eBay, vinyl decal letters in any kind of font and color you want. Have them cut. They'll ship them to you for just dollars. I mean, a few bucks. And add those to your cart and catering. You know, you'll change what business you're seeing. And so now when it'll be... Do I go work Tractor Supply or do I go over here and work the, the pull-aparts place this weekend? Or do I take this $1,200 catering gig that's going to take me three hours? Um, right. And the more you start doing those, the more people start calling you because they heard from Jimmy Joe, who was at their last event or so-and-so's birthday party or whatever, that, you know, that Hillbilly Hot Dogs does cater and, and good prices or whatever. Because, you know, people... People are just snatch it up. It's something unique that, that, you know, it's another option for them to go to that isn't going to be a, you know, a, a $15 a plate catering deal, you know, and, and they can save some money and you make good money too. You That's know? a good so, point. That's it, a good point. Tell, go into that a little bit more, Corey, about the plate cost. You know, I go to Texas Roadhouse, that was 1950 a plate. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, when people start calling us and, and you know, and I know, different events are calling, you know, different places are calling and, and they're hitting other caterers too, just to see how much it is, you know, and, and a lot of places it'll be, you know, sure a barbecue sandwich or, you know, maybe, maybe it's a uh, pork steaks and, and, you know, potato, potato salad, but you know, whatever their deals are, but yeah, they're easily anywhere from 12 to 20 bucks a plate easy. And, you know, they're looking at doing 300 people that adds up really quick. So, you know, they come to you and, you know, yours is, you know, even eight dollars a plate. Well, yeah, they're getting almost half price. They're still getting a great, great food ticket, and you know they're saving money, and people are happy. Next thing you know, people are finding out you're the, you know, you're a great caterer. You're you're on time. You're whatever you, whatever it is you're selling, whatever your market is, and you know you're, you're going to start turning down business. You know, I guarantee you talk to some of these other people that've been doing it for a while, you, Pocono and some of these guys. I mean, they're turning down business because they just can't do it all. No, and, then and that's you when you're stuck with, with the bad situation or, you know, the good situation of what do we do to over and like Bam that was on just a little bit ago, you know, he had two carts, now he's getting a, a trailer and, you know, he's, like you said, he was, has something coming up this week where he's doing barbecue sandwiches and pull sausage and everything else, you know, I mean, that's, that's how it starts. I agree. I, I think it's, I, I'm glad you touched on that because I had forgotten the value of the catering experience, but there's also... If you were going to have even ten people over, maybe your your daughter's getting married and you know, or she's come into town and you just don't feel like cooking and, and doing all that mess and you'd like to cater, have you know, most of us run out to KFC and pick up a bucket of chicken. Or we go I mean that's that's pretty much it. You and or pizza. You know, you order pizza and you get, mm-hmm. you know, nine pizzas and bring them over. But if you could call if they know that, hey, I could call so-and-so 
catering and have him bring his cart and cook it on the cart and make us, um, you know, mashed potatoes and barbecue pulled pork sandwiches or um, what is it called? My favorite barbecue is the um, beef brisket. Um, oh, yeah. Mo- slow smoked beef brisket. Well, you have stuff like that on your cart. And even if you don't know how to cook that stuff, you can buy that stuff already cooked. And you get something like that, take ribs. Um, I did a, I did an event. My wife and I did an event. Well, it wasn't an event. It was a catering deal. But we did ribs, and we took ribs. And I bought them from a, a local guy that had ribs. And I said, listen, I'm buying a bunch. I don't want a retail price. I've got to resell these. And he gave me a good deal on a ton of smoked, slow-smoked ribs. Right. And we just divided it up with four, I think it was four four ribs to a plate with baked beans, mashed potatoes, um, I think, oh, coleslaw, um, and then bread, fresh bread. Well, yeah. a, a cheap meal for them instead of 1950 from Texas Roadhouse for the same thing, and and it's it's honestly it's better because all they're going to do is bring it already in warmers. You get to actually heat it up and actually get it to good temperature, not with sterno cans. So there's a value in that that you're you're bringing something unique to the table. And I would capitalize on that every chance you get. And you may be going, oh, it's too late for me, or can I do it now? Yes, you can do it at any point. Add the word catering to your company and you and get get going. Um, there's nothing nothing stopping you. Yeah, we added it to our just our website. You know, we have a a tab on our website that says catering slash book us. You know, and anytime someone calls us and, and asks us about you know do we do catering or whatever if they're not aware of it, I say you know and they start saying well can we come you know can you come to our deal or whatever and I always say. You know, go to our website. There's a tab that says catering. You know, book us. It's just got a little form that they fill out. Tell us how many people, the date, just some rough idea, just so we can get the ball rolling. And then, you know, I have a, a record of it. And it comes, and we just start going back and forth. And it comes down to where, you know, usually I give them a few options. You know, you can, you know, some like the, this company picnic. You know, they didn't want me to supply a drink. They said we're we're supplying the drinks for the for the employees and their families and everything. We just want hot dogs and, and chips. And, and so I gave them three options. I, you know, hot dog, just hot dogs with the basic cons, you know, ketchup, mustard, relish, onion, um, or the same option, adding chili and cheese. And then a third option, adding the chillmobile, you know, with, with a frozen treat to go with it. And, you know, they, they went with the, with the higher end option, you know, with all, all three, you know, so we'll be out there with the chillmobile and, all their employees and the kids and everybody that's going to be out there is just going to get a ticket. They just bring a ticket up and they get their meal, they get their ice cream, whatever they want. And, you know, at the end of the day, we just get a check for the whole thing. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a great way to do it. That's smart. There's a guy in Destin, Florida, that called me, and he's only doing seafood from his hot dog cart. He's got a big dog, and he's, he's using um, the steamers to steam shrimp, blue crabs, oh, yeah. And um, I don't think that's he did, a great idea. I don't think he did the lobster <laughs> rolls. Um, I think he was just doing blue crab and shrimp, and he garlic and butter, and he gives them this little packet. You know, it's like a styrofoam cup with a little plastic lid with garlic butter, and there are twenty shrimp that are steamed, <laughs> and he steamed them in Old Bay, 
and and they're re- I mean he's giving them something fresh. You talking about fresh? Um, he's standing yeah. right there on the cart. Well, he can give them that cheaper than they can call Pizza Hut and get a bunch of pizzas delivered that not everybody wants to eat pizza. Um, yeah. But dang, what an experience to have lobster rolls or have cra- blue crabs. Um, I mean, there's so many options with this, folks, that you could just you could really kill it. You could become huge if as big as you want. It's like Corey just said. You you have the problem then of deciding: Do I expand or do I just stay with what I've got? There is kind of a good feeling to stay with what you got and know that you get to pick your jobs. You it's know, true. you get to pick which jobs are worth it and which jobs you're going to make the most money for the least amount of time. Um, yeah. Because you you go to a catering gig, it's not an all day deal. You show up for a couple hours and you leave. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna take you longer. Yeah, we had, we had, yeah, we had a double thing that day, and we had to choose, and and we chose the one. You know, it was eleven to eleven to two, in and out. You know, and uh, it will actually probably be over before that because people aren't gonna be right up to the end of their their deal, and so once it's done, we're out of there, and and you know we got the rest of our Saturday. You know, right. so right, and made a good um, a good income for the day. Um, oh yeah. I can't think of a better business. There may exist better businesses. Um, I just can't think of any that where you have, and I've done a lot of things, but I've, I've, I've never had one that allows me as much free time as hot dogs did. The only time I got in trouble with hot dogs is when I tried to expand with 21 carts running and employees. And that was a nightmare. Um, but it's doable. Some people are, you know, gung ho about that. Um, there's a guy in middle Tennessee here that, he freaking loves it. He he's got carts everywhere now. I don't want to be doing. Yeah, that. it can be a headache. That's for sure. Yeah, uh, that's that's like you just you have a job. Um, you know, it's all day every day. Um, well, I I appreciate Corey. I, I'm glad you came on. Um, it, it's much better to have some back and forth than to um for them to have to hear me the whole time. <laughs> but, <laughs> that's always my pleasure to come on here. And thanks for posting up that picture. That that looks great. No, thanks, Ben. You bet, brother. Have a good one, and um, y'all all have a good, a a fantastic um, month. I'll see you, f- um, I think we're, what are we, the first Sunday? Yeah, we're the first Sunday of the month, so um, I don't think it's a holiday next month. So we'll see you then. <laughs> all right. See you. Have a good one, everybody. Hot Dog Vendor Radio was brought to you by Benscarts.com and the hot dog answer man himself, Mr. Ben Wilson. Also by the letter H and the number one. Tune in next week for the very best hot dog vendor information money can't buy on HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.